You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Aaron Says What podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weinbaum, of course. And today we are going to call back uh, one of my favorite guests of all time, Dr. Patrick Martin. You may remember him as uh, someone who saved a school from a tragedy in Tarkio, Missouri. But today we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Uh, Let's get to it and give him a holler. Aaron Weinbaum, hear me? Yes, I can. I need to turn you up just a little bit. How are you doing? I'm good, man. You doing all right? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. To uh, Dr. Patrick Martin. I'm just going to call you Dr. Pat. That just sounds better. Why don't you just call me Pat? Oh, I'm fine. I'll just call you Pat. Not a, not a fan. Pat or Big P, whatever. Big P. Big Daddy P. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, first of all, I got I to gotta say something. Something, I got a text the other day, and it made me feel really, really old. Max turned 21. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook today. That's that's the baby that you and I both had in our arms when we were still in college. I, so, yes, I, you're I, old. <laughs> I babysat him. I almost didn't want to have kids after that. <laughs> he was... I think Danny Rainswilmerson would have kids, too, after that. Oh, my gosh. They had a few more, though. But, yeah, he was... Uh... <laughs> He he was a little difficult, I, I, as yeah. far as I remember. But I mean, I didn't, I had no experience with babies at the time, you know. Yeah, he, uh, Danny Racer, kind of set the tone, and good for them. They persevered and finished out college. And yeah, he's twenty-one. It's a, yeah, it. He is one. You know, there's certain people that you remember as babies, and it does make you feel old. And Max certainly falls into that category. Well. I mean, part of it was we were babies when he was a baby. I mean, I, I say we were babies, but, you know, we were in our, like, oh, early yeah, 20s, we, we you know? Here's, here's an example of, there was an, and you and Danny, Max's father, were a year older than me, and I babysat for him once out at Danny and Rachel's apartment, and you talk about us being babies and not being as mature as we need to be. I was tossing him up in the air, and I tossed him up, and his head like knocked out a tile. <laughs> <laughs> he starts crying. I was like, "Oh, son of a god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna never be able to speak to my friends again." But he, uh, he's a tough little little coot, and he rebounded nicely. So we proceeded with the evening, and uh, no bodily harm was done from then on out. I haven't seen him since he was four, so that's the last time I was yeah. there. I feel kind of bad now. He's doing well. He's doing well. He's working hard for the Grace Family Farm and great kid, and he's doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, to get off on that tangent. I just had to mention that to you because I was like, I, Danny was texting us, and I was just, I saw that. I'm like, no way. Like I felt old when he drove. I like all that stuff, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's a trip for sure. All right. Well, last time we touched on some serious stuff. Uh, you know, obviously we talked about. Uh, you know what you did for your school and gun control and this and that, but this is worse. This what we're going to talk about today is worse. This Pokemon Go craze going on right now. I uh, I can tell you right now that Vladimir Putin is sitting <laughs> in like a throne, like off Game of Thrones, like one of those big silver things, 
with a, with a cigar, like watching CNN and Fox, and he's just laughing like one of those uh, evil persons on like a Scooby-Doo cartoon, because I mean, it's, it's pure embarrassment for our country, in my opinion, and just, it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs, to the way I see things, so. Well, he's sitting back, he's like, I don't have to do shit. Again? I said he's just sitting there, sitting back there, saying, no, "I don't have to do shit, man." The, you know, America's doing right, it for right. me. We're, we're we're killing ourselves from the inside out. So here's the thing: it doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, white, black, brown, red, yellow, Christian, Muslim, whatever. There's 24 hours in a day. I, is there a reason you left out the Jews? Because I feel a little slighted here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I am not an anti-Semite whatsoever. <laughs> Well. I love you and all my Jewish brethren. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, man, we got 24 hours in a day. Right. You never know when this. You never know when this life is going to end. And man, and I didn't see it with my own eyes, but I've been told that there's been people that have gotten seriously injured, like driving their cars into crap and falling off ledges and shit. Yeah, I heard like a couple kids walked off a cliff. Yeah, I mean that's just. I mean. There's still books. <laughs> there's still physical. There's still physical activity. I mean, I don't know. I I normally am a person of, you know, if you go out there and grind and work hard, yeah. and produce for society. It's your. It's up to you to you know how you want to spend your free time. But I just. It kind of falls in the realm of reality TV to me. It's just like. I feel like it makes our country dumber. You know, I, I feel like all these other nations are out being innovative and you know making things better, and their youth are studying. Yeah. And it just—I mean, this is a broad brush statement, but it just sure feels like we're doing an awful lot of stupid shit rather than stuff we should be doing. Well, I mean, it's good and it's bad. It's good they're outside doing stuff with each other. They're spending time with each other, but it's bad that a kid is so tuned into his device, he believes in it so much he'll walk off a cliff. You know? Yeah. I mean. That's like, don't they, I forget what they're called, but, you know, each year they come out with, like, the most embarrassing ways to die, like, there's the 21 most embarrassing <laughs> ways to die, I mean, you're not making fun by any means of anybody that passed away, but just stupid things like that, I mean, how, how can you, exactly, uh, but, being focused on your electronic device to, to take your life, I mean, I don't know, I, I don't get it, I'm old school, but I sure don't get it. We were driving in the movie Ghostbusters. Spoiler alert, in this movie, the fourth one's a, a girl. But anyway, we're driving to uh, Ghostbusters with the kids, and they, they're playing Pokemon Go. Like, one of my kids has a phone, you know, and he's like, this says there's a body of water here, but there's a Pikachu there. I'm like, well, they and they're looking for this lake that's not there because it was filled in years ago. I mean, I knew that. I knew where we were. And they wanted to get out of the car and go get it. I'm like, no, you're not going out for Pokemon. And then my one of my sons goes, Pokemon. I go, nobody cares! <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! You want to walk into a what is probably now uh, a snake pit because it's a like an old filled-in lake. It's still a pit, you know. And right. go get a little cartoon fucking whatever they call it. <laughs> you saying that, and I'm it, I'm going to preface this. I'm not taking a stance on gay marriage or anything, <laughs> but this just is what was on the Sopranos. But I'm gonna use this. It kind of goes along with the what Sopranos you're about your son. Oh. So they're they're sitting there at the uh, Sopranos dinner table, and Meadow, you know, goes into this big uh, speech and spiel about why gay marriage is okay, and you know everything's fine, blah 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 blah. 
and you know Tony is not for it, you know, completely against gay marriage, and and Meadow says, "Dad, it's 2002." <laughs> 2002. Says, it might be 2002 out there. In here, it's 1950. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show. Oh, that's yeah, my Polly. I got that I, one. <laughs> the way I see it, man. I don't know, man. I, those dinner table conversations were the best. I just remember one time, I don't have a soundbite for it, they're talking about uh, something, and they're eating a pork dinner, and the mom says, you know, the, the old lady, she said, uh, Tony's mom, she goes, uh, family died last year. All of them dead. Trichnosis. And, and then you just go, same family every year, ma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that show was, was uh, must-see TV, man. I, yeah, you didn't... I didn't talk to any, if I couldn't see it live on Sunday night, boy, I, I kept away from people until I could. Well, there was no DVRs back then, man. We had the, like, we either saw it then or we waited for the repeat. There's no internet streaming. There was none of that shit. No HBO, Go, whatever the hell, you know? Before that last episode, I felt like I was getting ready, like I used to feel when I'd get ready to play a sporting event in high school. Like, yeah. I was that anxious about what happened <laughs> I, I don't get ex- as excited for television now like I there, you know there's a few shows I like and whatnot uh, uh, but uh, not, even, not even close no not man did that for me. well now there's all kinds of shit there's spoilers on the internet you know and everyone knows what's yeah. gonna happen I, I don't know it's it, tough to, uh, to what so let me ask you this mom is you know obviously we're on the same page yeah we're dealing towards this Pokemon so how do you how do you regulate that with your kids? Do you just like limit the time they can do it, or it's not the wine bomb house? It's not a problem. They do it sporadically, and it's not very long, and and so it has not been a problem to where they're neglecting their other things. But I'm just thinking, you know, why would they not run this by me or you? Because the right. first thing I think about <laughs> when when they when they tailor something for kids, all right, can a pedophile or a criminal take advantage of it? And so far, yes, on both. They send these beacons out. I guess they're called beacons for these kids. People have been robbed. It's only I don't I haven't heard anything about the pedophile, but it's a, it's just a matter of time, you know. It's going to be like uh, it's going to. Go ahead. I think you're more up. To, I think you're more up to speed on it than I am. But um, my brother Casey was telling me that uh, he read that some, this app is this app like more susceptible to identity theft in comparison to other ones. I don't know. I don't know if he knew what he was talking about or if you had read anything about that or not. So. I don't know it's about... Hard if not. I don't know about that. I mean, like, these people send these beacons, and I guess... I, I don't know. My son was kind of halfway explaining it to me, and then I heard it on the news. But, like, you know, they send these deals out where they give away Pokemon, and, and you know, these kids just show up. It's like that guy... Uh, you ever watch oh, Family I, Guy? I see what you're saying. You ever watch Family Guy? I've seen every single episode, Mr. So, so it's just so, so it's just like that one guy. Hmm, how about a Pikachu and a glass of wine? <laughs> I got a fighter. <laughs> oh God! I, I am not endorsing pedophilia or anything like that. But paperboy. Oh my God! You want a lollipop? Hmm. Hi, Kyle. Oh, uh, well, I figured you'd watch yeah. that show. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. <laughs> the, the ice cream truck. I mean, it's just awful. It's awful, 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 and I can't stop watching it. I mean, it's terrible. And I think well, he's even trying to great. tank it so it'll go off the air, and it's still brilliant. They uh, are equally, they're equal discriminators. I don't know if that's the right way to, they make fun of everything equally. Oh, yeah. They pick on one over the other. They're, 
there's no holds barred on that thing. Well, it's like, uh, did you see the new Ghostbusters yet, by the way? No, I haven't. It was I pretty good. Not. It was decent. I mean, you can take your kids to it, too, if, they, if they're movie-ready. You never know what for, but... But uh, yeah, it was decent, and uh, you know, it was like me and I and my kids, and I saw another dude, a friend of mine from high school, and there were parts in it where like only both of us laughed because it was like an '80s reference right. to the old movie or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, the original Ghostbusters. I mean, Bill Murray. It's like Bill Murray, like equivalent to like Michael Jordan in '96. Like, yeah, he is at his peak. Like everything he does in that movie is pure hilarity. Yep. From the very beginning, when he when he's talking to that girl and he, she's like three lady lines, and he's like, "Did you see through this car?" <laughs> and he shocked the dude. Yeah, yeah. that was classic. Yeah, it's, it's cool. They respected him enough, you know. I mean, there's a lot of the same stuff. It was kind of a rehash, but you know, uh, you know, the the girl got slime, but nobody at one time said the word slime to me. You know, was, I think it was just like a little bit of a respect to Bill Murray. They didn't they didn't go there, you know. Right. And you I, know, I had read. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I was going to say, I read uh, during that filming that Bill Murray would always show up like an hour late and people would be all angry and everything. Yeah. But they said he was so funny and so charming by like 15 minutes in, everybody had forgotten and was laughing and just going on with the what? But, uh, but the rumor is he was like coked out the entire time for like Caddyshack, and, <laughs> and uh, I think I think all those guys were. I'll tell you what. Yeah. And then, uh, but like they say, even now, like you can't get a hold of the guy unless you have an in. Like he has a cell phone, he never answers, you know. And right. uh, he's just Bill. He's fucking. You know what? If I walk, if I was him, I'd just walk around going, "I'm fucking Bill Murray." Yeah, no kidding. I will tell you, I uh, I'm a big. Saturday Night Live connoisseur of the history and everything. Yeah. And his uh, his reputation is as stellar as anyone's on that show. Like, yeah. The old school guys and gals talk about how good a guy and, you know, nice and gentlemanly and all that stuff. You know, in comparison to Chevy Chase who gets bashed pretty good by almost everybody. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like even today he does. He's still getting bashed. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I guess, sure. I, what was that last show he was in? Community or some shit? Like, they said he was, like, the worst yeah. ever to work with. I never even watched one episode of that show, probably. No, I didn't. And I tell you, I thought the new vacation with Ed Helms, I, Casey and I went to that. I laughed pretty good out loud, but no. the, the worst part of the movie was when he and Beverly D'Angelo were in it. They looked like caricatures of, them former, of their former selves. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird. She was the same, but he was just a little bit... I, I, it was not one of my favorite rehashes. I, I, I'm not going to lie. And uh, that Thor in there, <laughs> that was... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, that, the best part of that movie is when uh, they go rafting with Charlie Bay and he just found out that his girlfriend left him and they're playing that <laughs> air supply song and he decides to kill himself. You know what? I, I need your advice because you know who Charlie Day is. I, I know who he is too, but I've never seen one episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Am I missing out? You know the credit? I haven't either, Bomber. Okay. And I... I, I the uh, Horrible Bosses movie. Okay, that's the only way I know him, too. Yeah, and I, I laugh at him hard, and I've never seen one either, man. I, I'm not the guy to tell you. I, I hear it's good, and I guess it's on Netflix now, so. You know, there. Yeah, oh, Netflix. You got the Netflix, right? Oh, yeah. I'm halfway yeah. into the new Adam Sandler movie. It's pretty good. Is it really? It's called The Do Over. Uh, like, 
Like an action hero? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm it's a... Uh, kind of, go ahead. It's him and David Spade. It, they're the main two in it. Wow. I'm trying to think of the last really... Was the Waterboy the last really good Adam Sandler movie he did? Ooh, that's like, tough. I, I, I mean... I, I like Blended. Pure embarrassment. Like, I can't believe that... I mean, Chris Rock even was in the first one. I mean, God, it was awful. Oh, which one? Are you talking about Grown Ups? Grown-ups, yeah. Yeah, I liked the first yeah. one okay. I thought the second one was bad, but, but like, uh, that one was okay. Um, shit, what? I don't remember the last... Jack and Jill was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I oh my God. I turned it off. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, and then that one with, uh, wow, what the fuck is that guy? Andy Samberg or whatever his name is? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, for he was the dad or, yes. Yeah. The guy SNL, I know who you're talking about. God damn, you're gonna make me you're gonna make me look it up. I can't remember the name, but uh uh he's hilarious. I like that show Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, Sam I think Andy Sandberg is really talented. If you want something that's really funny, uh YouTube Sandberg uh giving an address at Harvard. Yeah. And he uh a commencement a commencement address and he does his uh Nick Cage and uh Zuckerberg. He did that hilarious uh, Wahlberg too, man. Yeah, it was it was a great speech. I mean, I I'm I'm a big fan of his uh, their uh, shorts or whatever they do. I think those are are pure genius. What was that one? Was it, like he'd go around as Mark Wahlberg. He's like, "How's your mother?" <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> oh, okay. The movie I had to look it up. It's called That's My Boy. That was the one he was in with uh, Adam That's Sandler. My boy. Yeah. It was gross, man. Yep. yep. It was. Uh, well, what? what you know, uh, you talking about Netflix. Yeah. Um, I got tipped off to uh, the show Luther, and it's it's off the BBC, and it's really good, man. I've been pretty impressed with it. Really? Kind of. It's like a it's like a serial crimes unit in uh, Great Britain, but it's uh, it's very solid. I recommend it. Idris Elba, the African American actor, I think he was on Beast of Nations, but it's. Yeah, it's good, man. It's really good. I haven't heard. Uh, I haven't seen uh, House of Cards either. I heard that's supposed to be good. Uh, yeah, you would like it, Mom. You let's, really would. It's, let's just talk about shows I never watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start. Uh, let's see. Do you watch? Have you ever, have you seen the Sons of Anarchy? Oh man, I'm embarrassed that I have not seen the Sons of Anarchy. That's the motorcycle gang one, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, it's the poor man's Sopranos. Let me say that. I, it's not near. It's not too near to the level, but it's got a lot of the same. They're bad guys, but you can't help but root for them. All right. You know? Here's another one I haven't seen that you may have since you like that kind of shit. Mad Men. That is. Uh, that's an acquired taste. Not, I've not, seen them all, but it, it's almost. You know, like when you watch a show and you almost like watch it just. Like, I just want to see how it ends, but you're yeah. not necessarily enjoying it while you're watching it. Like, I watched, I did that for, like, however many seasons of Mad Men there were. Like, it was just good enough where you wanted to know what happened. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's okay. I, I wouldn't tell you to sit down and waste, you know, three days binge-watching it. But, I mean, it's, it's all right. I mean, John Hamm's really good. And, but, eh, I mean, okay. He's supposed to be, like, a freakishly good actor. Like, they would change his lines. Yeah. And then on Saturday Night Live, and they'd be like, "You want to look him over?" And he's like, "Nah, I'm good." Like a whole new character, all new lines, and he's like, "Nah, I'm okay." And then he just well, apparently he'd nail he nailed it because he went to Mizzou, 
Chris yes. Extra special. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a, he's a dude, Brad. Fuck me. Huh. Brad Pitt, too, yeah. who married a weirdo. Yeah. And, yeah. Sh- and we have Cheryl Crow. Yeah. We have Cheryl Crow. We have Cheryl Crow. We do. The Beetle Bailey guy. Um, Beetle Bailey. Um, whatever his name is, uh, Tom Berenger. Really? Yeah. O.J. Simpson. Sure. Not Mizzou. <laughs> <laughs> Simpson. Not Mizzou. <laughs> what, <laughs> what about, okay, oh, I know you've had to, so you, you had to watch Breaking Bad, right? Yes. Oh, my God. I remember I started watching that show, and I'm like, I told my wife, I go, this is good. You got to watch this show. I, it's supposed to be really good. And she sat down with me, like, the first time. She said, this is disgusting. I'm not going to watch it. So I'm like, fine, don't fucking watch it. it. It's fine. You know, we got separate shows. It's not a big deal. So I'm watching, you know, the second show. She's like, well, what's happening? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. well, not a whole lot since the first one, blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, this show's terrible. Terrible. I go, okay. So, uh, you know, and then I'm watching through. She's like, what, what happened? I go, you want to watch it with me? Then fine. <laughs> right. And then she ended up, she got hooked on it, too. Yeah, it's, uh... I really can't believe the guy and his character name slips my mind now, but the Walter White, not Brian Cranston. Yeah, I think he's an amazing actor, but boy, you don't see him on a lot of stuff. Oh, Brian Cranston? Not Brian Cranston, the the druggie that helped him, the guy that was the addict. That, I think oh, yeah, I just saw him. He was just in a movie, uh, Central Intelligence, with with The Rock. I saw that with the kids. Yeah, he was in that, and he's got his own TV show. It's apparently pretty good. I think it's on Hulu. It's like a Hulu exclusive, and I don't have Hulu. Yeah, me neither. Uh, while you're on the uh, Breaking Bad, um, Better Call Saul, is, there's two seasons done, yep. and it is very well done, I think. I think it's an excellent That's, you know, that's the show that you're talking about, Mad Men. That first season was just like that. You're like, just enough to keep me interested, <laughs> you know? But then the second season, like, especially the, like the last half of it, I thought it was incredible. Yeah, I think that's a, and I can't think of the guy's name to play Saul, but you know he was like one of the main writers. Oh, Tom Odenkirk. For, for S, yeah, for SNL. Yep. Like, like he was one of Farley's best friends on that uh, I am I am Chris Farley documentary. He's on there all the time getting interviews. Was that was that a good one? I haven't seen that. Yeah, it, I would. Uh, the documentary is good. The book is incredible. It goes deep into stuff. And you talk about a book where, like, I mean, 50-50. Yeah. 50% of the time, you're just laughing your ass off hysterically. And then the other half of the time, it's like you want to cry because you just, you just see this train, you know, driving off the edges and stuff. But, like, real quick, because I could tell a million of these stories. Yeah. But they, they said one of Farley's uh, go-tos, they would be walking anywhere, and if he saw girls, he would drop down and start doing push-ups and be going, 33, 34. <laughs> <laughs> who, was the, uh, who was the guy that was in, uh, uh, his name escapes me, it's uh, that movie with Tom Cruise, shit. I can't even remember the movie. You know, the one that says, you had me at hello. Son of a bitch. Oh, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Maguire. Jeremy Maguire. Who was the guy, uh, you know, the one that essentially fired him? Oh, man, it's been a long time since I've seen that. All right, I'm gonna look him up real quick. Hopefully, yeah. it'll just pop up. But uh, shoot, all right. Anyway, so I'll mention his name here in a second. But he tells the story of uh, Chris Rock, 
and he was a regular on Saturday Night Live. Jay Moore, that's his name, and he did a real. There you go. He does that dead on, uh, you know, Christopher Walken, or whatever. And he, he's telling the story yeah, of. Yeah. Uh, yes, he's hilarious. Uh, of uh, Chris Farley, he says, you know, we'd be, we'd be reading the script or whatever, and it'd be a courtroom setting, and it would say, you know, everyone has to do whatever, and then it says the crowd has to murmur. So Chris Farley would just go, murmur, murmur. <laughs> oh, It would be the best, you know, the best they could do to not crack up, you know? Oh, no kidding. The, the, the best is the uh, classic uh, Matt Foley with the... Oh, yes. They can't, they can't keep a straight face for anything. It was David Spade so. and Christina Applegate, right? Yep, yep. Yep, that's who it was. <laughs> another, another interesting tidbit is uh, Spade said, you know the uh, classic Chippendales that he did with uh, Swayze? Yeah. Where they're both trying out for the Chippendales? They said that, that, I guess like his closest friends, like Rock and Spade and uh, Sandler, like they knew that it crushed him inside being made fun of, like he was the fat guy getting laughed at. Like, really? It was like one of those classic, yeah, but they said it just crushed him. Oh. It's like one of those things that just breaks your heart after the fact, you know. So, one of the best sketches of all time, by the way. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, they're both going back and forth. I think you got it, man. No, man, you got it for sure. <laughs> like holding hands, you know. Another, another piece of that is Mike Myers is what Mike Myers, Kevin Nealon, and I think it was Jane Hook were the judges, and the the ability of them to keep a straight face. During all that, yeah. nothing short of a miracle. I mean, good luck trying to do that. I mean, you and I'd be crying. I think Jan Hook's dead now too. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, they Phil Hartman. They lost a lot. Oh, uh, Phil Hartman. Uh, I mean, I will tell you something. Phil Hartman. Okay, what probably one of the most underrated actors and voice actors of our time. I mean, we were in the peak of the Simpsons. We're like when the Simpsons was kind of new, and we were still kids. And he'd be like. You might remember me from such films as Alice's Adventures for the Windshield Glass and the Decapitation of Larry Leadfoot. And it's a driver's ed video. I am Dr. Troy McClure. Completely remember that. And you're talking about underrated. One of the all-time SNL skits is uh, Unfrozen Caveman. Oh. <laughs> I'm just a caveman. <laughs> Your ways confuse me. <laughs> and the, and the, right. what about the Fra the Frankenstein one that was just so stupid? He just dressed up as Frankenstein, and all he did was go fire bad. <laughs> well, they also would do the uh, Merry Christmas from uh, Frankenstein, yep. Tano, and uh, I forget the third one. And they would all <laughs> was it the Devil with John Lovitz? Was he the third? <laughs> it, it, it might have been. I don't remember, but it was hilarious. Right, let's just get way fucking off subject, but probably John Lovitz is one of my favorite, most underrated actors as well, and probably the best ever Saturday Night Live skit with him involved, and you should know this because you're an aficionado, is when he's the devil and they're in people's court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. And, uh, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Nealon did Doug Llewellyn, the guy that interviews him outside. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? The Sapolis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good stuff. 
Because, uh, yeah, it was Jan Hooks was the right trash girl that entered into an agreement with the devil without really fully understanding what was going on. <laughs> oh, so great. So great. Oh, man. And, uh, and then the John Lovitz, Michael Dukakis thing where he goes, I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. <laughs> yeah, Lovitz had just enough good stuff that kept him around. You know, he wasn't quite A-lister like the other ones on there, but... Yeah, he's good. What well, did you really did, did you see the thing? The last it was like the last Saturday Night Live special, whatever year they were in, and John Lovitz was on there, and they were doing the in memoriam, and he's like, "I'm not dead." <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. But I mean, oh, man. guys like that that can like play, you know, just absolute parodies of themselves. I mean, fucking, you are my heroes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's so many greats. I. uh to me, and it's 1A and 1B is uh, Will Ferrell and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Or like right there side by side. I mean, those would be the two that if I could be with any of the ones that have been on the show, those would be the two that I'd pick. When the internet became available, I would watch that Buckwheat Sings the 80s video. Oh, my gosh. Over oh. and over again. So... When the 40th anniversary special came out, I guess uh, Norm McDonald tweeted all this out, what I'm about to say. So I guess they had Eddie all set up to do uh, play Bill Cosby on the skit. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was Keenan Wayne did the Cosby memory serve. He refused to do it. But, uh, but Eddie, Eddie wouldn't do it because he didn't want to kick Cosby when he was down, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and Sandler, or not Sandler, Norm MacDonald said the reason Eddie is, is sideways with SNL was, you know, during the early 80s, he, they literally would give him 10 minutes of stand-up. Yeah. They'd be like 10 minutes with Eddie Murphy, you know, and he'd kill time. And he was, well, they, like, they, they'd like, ask him to go, hey, go stretch it out a little bit, right? That's what they were talking about. Yes, absolutely. But I guess... In the earth, like when Spade was on, and he did the Hollywood Minute, mm-hmm. and I guess he did a, I, he did a, one of his like news pieces was, hey look, it's a falling star, Eddie Murphy. And I guess that was it for Eddie about you know being involved with SNL. I guess he was like you know f you, for all I did to you, and you guys are mocking me on the show. I mean I don't you know maybe he's a little oversensitive, but kind of see his perspective a little bit. I've got a treat for you. He did after this do a Bill Cosby impression at an award ceremony and I just queued it up. Now I don't think I have the intro to it, but he it states where I was like, you gave one of these to Bill Cosby, right? He's like, you 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 all gonna have to get that back. And then he goes into his Bill Cosby and this is where I'm gonna queue it up here. As long as it doesn't do an ad in between it. Alright, are you ready? Yep. Alright, hopefully you can hear this. Alright. Can you hear it? Bill, oh, oh, Bill has Yeah, wings. very good. <laughs> Did y'all make Bill give his back? <laughs> no, because I know there was a big outcry from people. They was trying to get Bill to give his trophies back. You know you up when they want you to give your trophies back. You want to give his trophy back to This is the Mark Twain He should do one show where he just come out and just talk crazy now. I would like to talk to <laughs> some of the people who feel <laughs> that I should give back my 
Chávez! Was that awesome? Or I what? Tell you what, dude, I'd, I'd tell you what, uh, two things about Eddie. A, when you and I were growing up, I mean, he's the equivalent of, like, Michael Jordan, or, you know, in Hollywood. Like, he was, every, I mean, how many times did you watch Ron Delirious with your friends when you are in high school or junior high and just laugh and First laugh? First of all, but, it wasn't uh, just as easy as going uh, to watch Raw and Delirious. You had to get someone that was 17 to rent it for you or find somebody <laughs> that owned it. Right, right. And, then, and uh, the, yeah. other thing I was, the other thing I was going to say is uh, I saw a deal, uh, it hasn't been that long ago, but Chris Rock was getting interviewed, and it, I think it might have been on uh, Real Time with Marr, I might have seen him on there, but somehow I got talking about, they brought up Eddie and Marr asked him something about him and Rock went into this thing about, you know, when all the comedians get together and he said people always ask like, well, who's the funniest? And everybody's always like, yeah, Eddie's still the funniest. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. Yeah, he is. Man, I, I just figured out how to fix your volume here. I'm still new with the whole phone call thing, but you are sounding perfectly clear now. Damn it. Wish I had that from the get-go. It's all good, though. So, uh, Pat, what the fuck happened to your yeah. arm? What the fuck happened what? To your arm. I mean, Jesus Christ, you sent me that text? Oh, that was my that was my leg, brother. Oh, your leg? So, that was my just under my knee. So, I was, uh, we had a friend that had one of those cigar boats that goes like Mach 5 on the water and we had pulled into the dock and I looked up and one of my friends was already in front of the boat on the dock so I thought we were tied up so I stood up on the side of the boat and the guy driving throttled it to get up closer what well, shot me off and my knee hit the ladder on the dock and my foot I had six stitches in my toes and 21 underneath my knee right. the bone was showing the water looked like a shark attack but we kept rolling, baby. Can't, can't keep a good man down. But I'd be lying. It was, it was scary, man. I, uh, I didn't know how bad it was. And we got to the hospital pretty quick. But all good. I'm sure you were in survival mode. And then when you got there and you were done, I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. It, to be honest, um, I may have had a drink or two to not, numb myself. But uh, In the hospital? I really, <laughs> yeah, I really was okay. But, man, that... That next morning, and this happened to like seven at night, so you know I just went back home with the bed. And uh, but that next morning, I woke up and it it was miserable. Like I was queasy, and you know the wake is about four and a half five hours from my hometown of Tarkio, and uh, I was able to drive to Kansas City, and I had to stop at a hotel and crash, and then finish it off the next day because I I couldn't keep driving. Uh, so that right, was a mess. So everyone that lives everywhere has their own the lake. So where is your the lake at? My the lake is Osage Beach, uh, you know, Cantera, Roger Four me? Seasons, that that whole area. I got a place there. Osage Beach. You do? Yeah, my dad has a place there. I didn't realize you drove there ever. Yeah, tell me when I'll be there, buddy. No I'll be kidding. There. I. Well, like, you know, and then people say the lake, it's Branson, and, and you know, it's just wherever you live. But, yeah, man, I mean, shit, we were there over Memorial Day weekend. Unbelievable. Well, yeah, my pops had yeah, a place let there. Let me know, man. I, I, I love that stuff. 
I mean, I don't have a boat so, to cut your leg off or anything, but, I mean. <laughs> I'm sure we can find a way. I'm yeah, sure we man. can find a way. Unbelievable. I, I am due to go there. I need to, you know, I'm not above renting a fishing guide either and just hanging out in a boat while somebody else drives. Yeah, you know, there's, uh, at, the, at Osage Beach, there's kind of like two legs. Yep. To me, I mean, the way I see it, there's like, uh, you know, your main stuff or, you know, all your bars and restaurants that you can dock into. That's called there's the Strip. nice areas off the beaten path with just little, I mean, you can be away from everything and still pull in and get a burger or a hot dog mm-hmm. and a beer or whatever it is you want. And have you? So I, you know, most times, I mean, I've done both and they both have, you know, there are pluses and minuses, but I'm kind of down with the off the beaten path and putting on a fishing cap and jean shorts and have some sweet tea and all's good with the world. So we're like two miles from Tintera. That's where our place is. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. But there, okay. there's two things you got to try if you haven't tried it yet. Number one, on a Saturday, go through the Ozark Distillery Tour. It's awesome. And all then, right. And then, buy, and then buy some bourbon. It is incredible. All right. Not the flavored shit, though, pussy. But And then there's the other place <laughs> is called the Pancake House. Have you eaten at the Pancake House? Negative, and I'm really embarrassed that I had, that I had to say negative because, well, where, whereabouts is that, friend? Because Pancake House it. is, like, right there at KK. You can't miss it. I mean, just put it in your GPS. But, my God, the portions there are nuts. I mean... It, it looks like a diner's drive-ins and dives episode of breakfast. Oh my god! And lunch, and it, it's incredible. I mean, and it's just—it's just one of those deals, one of those family-owned deals, you know. And the guy will Dude, tell that, you everything you want to know. That's great. That's great to know. We uh, we always go. That it, like I went this right that weekend. I hurt my leg. I was with some of my uh, like I think you know Hoover and Jared. I mean, it was them and some other Dells that I went with. Um, but normally my family always goes down and we stay at Bay Point Condo for a week. And, uh, anyway, Shut up, man. Bay Point my, View? My family be, what's that? Bay Point View? Yeah. Right there uh, at yeah. KK, right? Yeah. That's where my condo is. Oh, you're kidding me. No. Yeah, that's where we go. Every so, year over the fourth. So who has it? Uh, mom just rents, rents it for... Uh, Casey and my sister and you know spouses and kids. Son of We've a been God. doing it since like since like 2005. Yeah, we really enjoy it. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, it's a small world, brother. But yeah, that's that's where it is. It's just two ta- two miles past Tantara on KK, right? So yep. You, so you pass the pancake house and you pass the distillery. That's that little tiny place on the right when you when you when you go to the condo. That's nuts. How about that? Well, we know what to do. We'll do next time we go. Yeah, man. What else? What else, brother? What else are we gonna? Solve? What other problem are we gonna solve tonight? Man, I don't know that we can. We we solved a lot. I'm not really sure. But see, you and I have text conversations all the time, so we need to save some of those for podcast form. Yeah, not all of them, obviously. We need those. For sure, some of them. Right on. You know? And uh, right you know, on. anytime something pisses us off, we just say what's pissing we're us here. off, and we're figure- <laughs> and we were just gonna figure out a time to record it. You know what I mean? I like it, friend. I like it. Well, hey, appreciate you uh, including me in this uh, fun activity, and yeah. hope you invite me back on, brother. I'm uh, here. Anytime, brother, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. Well, maybe we'll do something a little regular. Say hi to Casey Lee. Say hi to Jackie. Say hi to everyone in Tarkio. 
and uh, we'll, we'll we'll do it again soon. Sounds great, buddy. Peace right. out, brother. Take care. Bye. All right, you too. Bye bye. Well, how fun was that, man? It's always it's always a blast when old friends catch up, and uh, that's kind of what it turned out to be. And I'm sure I'm going to be having them on here a lot uh, in the future. So I guess until next time, this is Aaron Wyman with the Aaron Says Wet Podcast saying shalom. You're listening to the One Man Show Network.